Welcome to Music with a Mission, where we perpetuate and promote the Christian and positive idea through the medium of music and other arts. Our topic, part two of Worship Through the Bell. It's TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission. I'm Derek Davis. Always glad to have you with us as we dig deep and deeper, explaining the things of the Lord and exploring the things of the Lord, what he would have us to do and how he would have us to do it. We are pleased to have back with us the director of music at Times Square Church, my good friend and brother, Greg Thomas, as we recap part two of the series he's been teaching here at Times Square Church, Worship Through the battle. Greg, always good to have you with us. Always good to be here, Derek. 
part one, we just uncovered and discovered a lot of good things and steps and methods in how to worship through the battle. One of the things that you that you brought to our attention was our number one our number one focus or our number one motive should be the love of the Father. Right. Secondly, acknowledging the choices we've made. We did say, you know, be aware of our shortcomings, but that's a little strong. Right, right, right. That's a little strong. Yeah, and I think we can all acknowledge, you know, that we've made some choices that perhaps have gotten us into some situations. To get us into the places that we've been. Right. Sure. Know the Lord, which is to know his word. Kind of know his word. And abiding in the Lord, which is, I said consistency. He said constancy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's a difference. Consistency can be a routine. You can have, and there's nothing wrong with consistency, but you can have a prayer hour yeah. or half hour, whatever it is that you have every day. Yeah. You're consistent with two o'clock prayer time. Okay. But a constancy is always feeding, always abiding, always hearing, always seeking. It's a daily walk. It's a 24-7 walk, I like to call it. So there's a constancy in that. Uh, I'm trying to always be thinking of, now I don't mean literally like, you you know, you're walking down the street and you're eating an ice cream cone and you're saying, oh, thank you, Jesus, for this ice cream <laughs> right, cone right, and right. red sprinkles and all that. Other, right. You know. And one of the Psalms that you focused on was Psalm 137. Right. If, if we are to deal with this topic, worship through the battle, this is what we covered last week and we'll get back into it again this week. Uh, a little deeper. If we're to deal with this topic, then we we took the time last week to go through keywords in that title in that uh, class title, right. worship, which we talked about, uh, through which we talked about, mm-hmm. and then battle, which we uh, also talked about. You know, an armed fight, a struggle. Um, and scripture obviously says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. We talked about mm-hmm. the the armor of God and how to prepare for battle. Okay. And that's a question we want to kind of throw out there. You know, how do you, how do you prepare for battle? A lot of people walk around with their armor in, in a suitcase. Ah. You know, they know it. <laughs> you know, they can quote all of the parts and, you know, and their feet prepare with the preparation of the gospel of peace and, mm-hmm. and this, that, and the other. And they can go through all of the armor, but they're not really wearing it. You know, you <laughs> step on their toe or you right. scratch their car. Right. Or you get caught in the Lincoln Tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> There's that Lincoln Tunnel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. Uh, hey, and if you're on Facebook and Twitter, that's a good question for you to answer. Look, how do you prepare for battle? And, and the second question that we threw out was, uh, where should your focus be when you're in the battle? Hmm. Where, where should your focus be? Is it is it focus? Are you focused on just getting out of the battle, mm-hmm. or are you focused on killing the giants? Mm. that you're wrestling with while you're in the battle? Okay. Uh, are you focused on using the proper tools and the proper armor when you're in this battle? You mm. know, sometimes, if, you know, a, a dart can come at your heart. Uh, a dart can come at your foot. Mm. You know, it's just learning to use the armor properly. Mm. Um, and then the third question, of course, is um, uh, what are some realistic expectations we can expect or should expect? When we come out of the battle, those of you who log on to the TSC Music webpage on Facebook, there you have it. You got three good questions to answer. We want to know what you're thinking. First question is How do you prepare for battle? Second, where's your focus in the battle? And thirdly, 
what are realistic results from the battle? So we want your opinions on that. Just log on in and uh, type away. Give us your heart. What do you think about that? How do you prepare for, for a battle, in your opinion? Somebody tweeted just now uh, a reply. Wow, the miracle of modern technology. We say it here, and it shows up on the computer screen. Something. The answer was to the last of the three questions. What realistic result can you expect? Over at Bushwick Bible Fellowship, we got an answer. The answer was, a greater revelation of Christ is the realistic result. It is truly the result of of trusting God and that you can make it through the battle is what she said. Sam also tweeted and he says he starts with an internal prayer which uh, prepares him for the battle. That's good stuff. Good stuff. And uh, as we've all discovered here in the studio today, you don't have to be a twit to tweet. <laughs> so, <laughs> But so, twits tweet. But twits tweet, too. <laughs> say it three times, I dare you. Uh, but what we're trying to say is that all of your tweets are welcomed, even from twits. So we love you all. <laughs> Let's get back to the series that you taught. The key scripture that you taught from in the first part, Psalm 137. Uh, a lot of good stuff there. In, in verse 1, the thought... Because they remembered Zion. They remember a better day. They remember a happier day, a brighter day. Okay. And I think sometimes, you know, I, I read somewhere once uh, a musician wrote that we can we can become homesick for the past. Hmm. Uh, when the grass was greener, perhaps. Uh, when life was easier. Hmm. When, when we were able to fit our clothes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's for those of you who have lost weight or gained weight, for that matter. Yeah. You know, so the, the you can be homesick for the past, but you can never go back. Right. You know, and so I think we can only you can only go back in your thoughts. Uh, but physically and technically, we, we can't go back to the past. Time Once time is gone, it's, it, it, it's gone. And um, uh, we can look back. But one of the things that uh, uh, I shared with the class is that our, our past doesn't have to dictate our future. Now, that's not an original thought. I'm sure, sure somebody said that before, but um, it doesn't have to dictate our future. Uh, there are some choices that we've made that may perhaps have landed us in the battles that we're in. Uh, some battles are continual. They're physical. Mm-hmm. They're mental. Mm-hmm. They're spiritual. Uh, I think the spiritual obviously can over be, be overcome, uh, obviously. But then, you know, I know people who have experienced miraculous healing, mm. and that's no longer a battle for them. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they went to a doctor, they heard the report, and now it's it's a totally different story. And the doctors are baffled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so that battle of the mind and then that battle of the flesh is also now eradicated because God can still heal. Mm. Um, and so uh, it doesn't have to dictate uh, our future, uh, though it may have an impact on our present. Understood. Hence, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching for those things which are before. Exactly. Pressing. Toward the mark of the high calling. I get that. Uh, Verse 3, they talk, the scripture says that, uh, uh, and I'm paraphrasing, but they they no longer had the zeal. They couldn't muster up the energy to sing. Hmm. I mean, you know, I think uh, Pastor Williams said it recently that uh, here we are listening to the singers unable to sing yeah, <laughs> or yeah, talking about yeah. not singing we're talking about that yeah you know um 
but the life had just beaten them down, you mm-hmm. know, and had had beaten had beaten the, 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 the energy and the zeal out of them to get up and sing. Mm-hmm. And they didn't hide their harps. They hung them on the willows, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so it's not like they stuck them in the cleft of the rock, you know, in a rock or stuck them in the bushes. They hung them there. You know, saying that, hey, we, we are the musicians, but you know what? We just don't feel like singing right now. It's almost I, like a form of protest. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. <laughs> especially especially when you consider who was asking them mm-hmm. to sing. You know, mm-hmm. you, you just beat up on us. Yeah. You know, you just woke us up at the crack of dawn. And you mm-hmm. just had us work 16 hours and doing labor that that that's not fit for a mule to do. So, so, and, and now we want you to sing one of those Christian yeah. songs that you know. Huh? Yeah. So the motivation for making music had been... been hammered out of them mm. and i think we we've all been there at some point or another and i think one of the things we want to try to stress i, I want to try and stress in the class is that it's okay it's okay to be there mm. it's okay to cry because sometimes that's all you can do mm-hmm. is weep it's okay to to uh you're not throwing in the towel but you are in a sense hanging up your harp for mm. a while so that you can deal with this reality mm. this uh physical reality Mm-hmm. Uh, that I'm tired or that I'm exhausted or I'm, I'm fatigued uh, or I'm overworked mm-hmm. or uh, I'm just oppressed with this this issue in my life. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people, you know, and I think I shared this uh, last week, is that uh, unfortunately sometimes in the church we we can present to people this if you're not happy and you know it and you can't clap your hands and you must not be walking with God. Yeah. You know, yeah. That that it's always a up. It's, it's sad. And so many people f- find it impossible or difficult to, to uh, be transparent about what they're really dealing with mm-hmm. or what they're really feeling. Because if you're not, you know, if you're not on top of the world, every time I ask you how you're doing, yeah. then you must not be walking with God. That's such a <laughs> misconception, is. isn't it? And then the flip side of that is, is, well, if you are, rich and you're not sending all your money to a to an African missionary, then you're not walking with God. Yeah. Or worse, if you're poor and yeah. you don't have the riches of the world or you don't have these material things, you must not be walking with yeah. God. You know, yeah. so yeah. we've got all these things, and you know where that that comes from, <laughs> the whole prosperity message. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But we got all of these little misnomers and these little things that happen. And I think a lot of times when people are not rooted and grounded in the work for themselves, mm-hmm. those little things can be, the enemy can come in and, and, and have you thinking uh, that you must not be in the favor of the Lord because you're not wealthy. Mm-hmm. Or or if you are wealthy and you're not given to the poor, you're not in the favor of God. Or, mm-hmm. you know, if you're not happy and you know it every time I ask you how you're doing and you can't clap your hands or right. sing and a song. You, as Pastor Carter said, you don't have a coat rack in your, right, in your right. mouth and exactly. you, you got this smile <laughs> that's stuck in plaster to your face all yeah, the time. Yeah. Let me ask you this, Greg. I mean, we, we talked about not looking back and, and, I, and I get that. But at the same time, we do have to kind of look back to see what the Lord has done right. in our lives. Right. So when we don't want to look back, we're not looking back at the negative. Well, I think the purpose for looking back is different. Okay. Uh, it's all okay. about I purpose see. and intent. Okay. Um, because you you have to look back and acknowledge the negative mm-hmm. if you're going to appreciate this this positive or this new thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I do. Um, who who said it? I think we talked about this the last time. There's got to be some rain in your life to appreciate the sun. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know? Okay. Um, so it's not a, it's not a problem with looking back. The problem is wanting to go back 
regardless of how good you think it is. Because God, see, our lives are our lives are not. Uh, they're not snapshots. Mm-hmm. They're snapshots in our lives, but mm-hmm. our life itself is not a snapshot. It's, it's a film strip, mm. and it's constantly going. It's constantly moving from mode to mode, and and you know, vibe to vibe, if you will, and situation to situation. Life is just a film strip. It's not a. It's a series of snapshots, but when you run it together, it's a film strip. And Good I think point. that's the analogy that, that I can come up with right now that really dictates how we need to perhaps be looking at our lives, especially when we're in the battle, Hmm. because we can see the battle as a snapshot and and never see the future, never see tomorrow. You know, that gives weight to the song. You know, I don't know who holds, uh, I don't know uh, about tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You know, I just live from day to day. Yeah. I don't know who, uh, I don't borrow from the sunshine Mm -hmm. for its clouds may turn gray. Mm -hmm. I don't know who, uh, Yada yada yada. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> you know, Understood. Says, but I know I get it. Yeah. who holds tomorrow, mm-hmm. and I know who holds my hand. You know. Amen. We're going to take a quick break right now, and we're going to continue with our conversation, Brother Greg Thomas, and how to worship through the battle. This is music with a mission. Thanks for joining us. God is incredible. God is with you. God is aware of your struggle. God is ready to forgive. God is powerful. God is your friend. God is a good listener. God is for you. God is willing to God help. is and always will God be. God is able to God protect. Is God good. is power to change. God is a provider. God is Jesus. God is here. God now. is the one who loves you. God is merciful. God is the husband to the widow. God is the one with your hands. God is there when no one else is. TSC Music Radio where God is. This is Carter Conlon from Times Square Church. In the Bible, in the book of Proverbs, chapter 11 and verse 11, we read the following words. By the blessing of the upright, the city is exalted, but it is overthrown by the mouth of the wicked. Maybe you feel like I do today, and you're tired, you're weary of all the negative speech, all of the criticism, all of the division that seems to be a part of our everyday society. And you wonder, how can my life make a difference? Is there something that I can do? Remember the first part of that verse says, by the blessing of the upright, the city is exalted. So what does that really mean, and how can I do that? Well, there is a secret place where you can go. It's called the secret place of prayer. You can begin to talk to God and ask Him to come down and make a difference. Ask Him to reveal Himself to our society once again. It is time to pray. To find a prayer meeting in your area, visit nycprayer.org.
This is Music with a Mission, and we are back having a great conversation with my good friend and brother, Greg Thomas, talking about how to worship through the battle. This is part two, and we've got tweets coming in from everywhere. Tweet, tweet, tweet. The question was, where is your focus when you're in the battle? We got another tweet here, and the guy says, uh, I haven't reached that strange land yet, talking about the part of hanging your harp in the willow tree. Mm. 34 years in music ministry so far. So uh, praise the Lord for that. Hasn't reached that part yet. We were talking about songs to help us in the battle. This one tweet says, Jesus is the world to me. Love that song. Good old hymn. Good old hymn. Yeah, old yeah. Pentecostal hymn, I think. Right? Sometimes, yeah, sometimes you got to reach back <laughs> and uh, get those songs that really minister to your soul and spirit. Um, and there was another one here that says, uh, that offered a scripture. And another tweet here and says, Scriptures tell us not to be weary in well-doing, but for in due season... We shall reap if we faint not. That's the hard mm. part. How not to faint. Yeah. Uh, what do you say to somebody who's at the lowest of the low in their battle? I uh, mean, that deep, dark, black pit. Yeah. Well, I think Psalm 31 is probably the most graphic description of David's feelings. I mean, you're talking about being low. I mean, he uses adjectives like trouble, grief, mm-hmm. sighing, mm-hmm. faileth iniquity, reproach, fear. I mean, I was there at one point in my life. Wow. And he uses all of these uh, terms to to describe his low, his bottom. You know, I mean, here's a guy who, I mean, if you look at David's life, uh, here's a guy who could have been saying, you know, you know, I mean, I had to kill giants. I married crazy women. Yeah. In, you know, my kids were on <laughs> fruitcakes in the situation, you know, so, <laughs> but yet he's, he gets to verse 14 and he says, but I've trusted in thee. Yeah. And I think the hope for the believer, the hope for the person who is uh, at the lowest of low, there's a model that David leaves for us. And, and that is uh, David knows where the source of his strength is, mm-hmm. where his repair is. Verse uh, verse 14, he, he, he knew the source of his strength. And verse 19 and 20, he, he recognizes that God cares for his own. Mm-hmm. And in verse 21 and 22, when you read those, he, he praises God for his love and his mercy. Mm. What a model for us. Yeah. Uh, verse 23, we then, we then see the, you know, the scripture says, love the Lord, all ye saints, uh, for the Lord preserveth the faithful and plentifully rewardeth the proud doer. Mm-hmm. Uh, this call for humility for us. Yeah. And then verse 24, be of good courage and he shall strengthen your heart, all mm-hmm. ye that hope in the Lord. Now we talked about, you know, before that if we are going to handle this this word and say that God is able and willing, you know, that we, we've got to first believe that God is who he says he is and that he'll do what he says he'll do. Mm-hmm. And you can't know who he is or know what he says he'll do if we're not abiding in mm-hmm. his word and his mm-hmm. word is not abiding in us, you know. So, again, back to that constancy, constantly feeding ourselves so that in the time of trouble, we've got something to draw from. Yeah. You know, if yeah. we're not depositing anything in there, then the well is dry. You know, uh, the time of trouble, we've got nothing to pull from. We've got mm-hmm. no song to sing because we haven't been feeding ourselves mm-hmm. the song. We haven't been feeding ourselves the psalm. We haven't been feeding ourselves the scripture. Or the so there's nothing in your God. storehouse. Nothing in your storehouse. Exactly. The interesting thing about 31, as I was following along as you were reading it, it's almost like a sandwich here. It's like in the beginning, the first verse, he says, in you, Lord, do yeah. I put my trust. <laughs> right. Then, in the, I mean, it's the first thing he's acknowledging. Then in the middle, he goes through his emotional thing. 
And as, and then as you say, by 14, he gets back to, but I trusted in, relied on, right. and was confident in you. Past tense. Oh, Lord. Yeah. It's past, <laughs> but it's present. I think the present participle, some, some grammar professional is going to correct he, me on that. He doesn't that, spend a lot of time <laughs> on his emotional state. Right. I mean, yeah. But it does matter. Sure it does. It does matter. And I think that's the point we're trying to get to. Mm Because when you read through the rest of Psalm 137, I mean, they're talking about vengeance on the people who have them in captivity. You know, smashing your young against the stone. I mean, they're they're, they're like, woe unto you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Blood and guts there. Exactly. And so I think we have to, we can't pretend that hurt doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. But what we can do is... Uh, deal with that. Acknowledge that yes, it's okay to hurt, but that weeping endures for a night. Joy, Joy comes, comes in the morning. morning. See, therefore the redeemed of the Lord shall come a-singing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and uh, so there's going to be restored. There's yeah. going to be a time of dancing and shouting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we got to go through this to appreciate all of that. God of my salvation Receive my adoration With my hand Lifted high, I surrender all to you, God of my salvation. Receive my adoration with my hands lifted high. I surrender. So with my hands lifted high, 
And we're back. It's Music with a Mission. I'm Derek Davis, and we're recapping the class that the Minister of Music here at Times Square Church, Greg Thomas, taught Worship Through the Battle, kind of a how-to guide on when you're in the battle and how to continue to worship the Lord in that battle, which will, of course, bring you out of that battle. Hmm. Our good friend Jessica Roscoe just told us of another tweet that we got. It was a person who responded to the question of what song uh, you can play when you're in the battle. Well, they wrote, Satan is under my feet. <laughs> is that a foot stomper? I don't know if they're thinking about Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you. Give God the glory. Give God the glory. It's an act of worship. Mm-hmm. But singing does for us, I think, what no other act of worship does for us. <laughs> because even people who can't sing are able to sing through the battle. <laughs> True. <laughs> you, mm-hmm. you understand that. <laughs> I, I understand. I have a father who never, ever fails well, me. Well, that's one. It's a song of encouragement, but it's also one that's filled with um, uh it's it's not a promise, but it's a it's an it's it's an encouragement be, that you can only sing if you know he never fails. Okay, you know and if, I mean? if you've experienced you've that experienced before. him exactly. Sure. Vicky Griffin wrote that song, uh, new song, new song. You know, he Good brought song. me out of the miry clays, and it's uh, it's a psalm. He brought me out of the miry clay, placed my feet on rocks. Now that can be one you've sung you sing after the battle. Mm-hmm. You can also sing it in the battle as an encouragement because he's done this before you can sing it going in the battle just to remind him, i'm getting ready to go into something but you know what he's brought me out before
TSC Music Radio, where God is. Higher, 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 higher. Lift Jesus higher, oh higher, 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 higher. Lift Jesus lower, 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 lower. We're gonna stop, stop Satan. He's under your feet tonight. The Sparrows Ministry has an open invitation for you. Parenting classes are available the first and third Sundays of the month in room 306 at 1 p.m. Prayer meetings for the Sparrows Ministry are the fourth Sunday at 1.30 p.m. Child care is provided. For updates and details, visit our website at tscnyc.org.
TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission. You got songs, we got the word, we got wep- the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, yeah. uh, but mighty for the pulling down of strongholds. And that's what we're trying to get you guys to understand and learn. We, we have to live a life of worship in order to live, in order to worship through the battle mm-hmm. so that we can worship when we come out of the battle. Nice. If that makes sense. No, it does. Uh, it does. Because if you're not living a life of worship, what are you putting in your storehouse? Yeah, absolutely. It seemed like it was a really, really good class. I mean, I'm I'm impressed with all of the points that you made there, and I think they're good quality ministry tools. Any particular song that you like, that you personally like to sing when you're in the battle? There's so many. I was going to say. Yeah. (laughs) You know, uh, to try and pin it down to one, it's like asking a writer, what's your favorite, what's the favorite song you've ever written? Yeah. Right. You know, uh, Um, there's so many, but uh, um, I just think any song that really glorifies who God is Mm -hmm. just reminds reminds us of of his faithfulness and his Mm -hmm. his mighty power, Mm -hmm. Um, that there's nothing that the Lord and I can't handle today. Yeah. You know, if I can be reminded of that, and I often am. Um, in fact, I never forget it. But then that's me. I have, you know, that's my lifestyle with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people do get so under the weight of their uh, their matter um, that the matter with them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, good, good point. You know, it's just totally out of whack. It's so sure. it's skewed, and uh, and so sometimes the Lord has to come. They have to stop playing the instrument for a moment just to remember. You know what? It, this is not about your ability to sing as much as it is about my ability to deliver you while you're singing. Nice. You know, and nice. so it it's about Him. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it really is. Greg Thomas, always good to have you on. Great class, great stuff, real meaty, real weighty. Thanks again, Greg, for being on Music with a Mission. Thank you, Derek.
Take joy, my King, in what you hear and let it be a sweet sound in your ear. We sincerely hope and pray that this podcast is a sweet sound in your ear. We also hope you'll join the conversation online because music with a mission doesn't end here. Check out TSC Music on Facebook to share your thoughts and get regular updates. Follow us on Twitter at TSC Music Tweet for live tweets during every podcast interview. You can even tweet your questions for our podcast guests by using the hashtag MWMPodcast. And of course, you can always email us at music at timesquarechurch.org or visit the website tscnyc.org slash music. Portions of music in this podcast provided by TSC Music, produced by the director of TSC Music, Greg Thomas. Mixed and engineered by Harry Vaughn, and I'm the project manager, Jesse Carrasco. Coming up next week on Music with a Mission, it's our first podcast interview via Skype with worship leader and songwriter Andrew Finn from across the pond at Donnybrook Church in Cork, Ireland. And remember, if ever we put the messenger before the message, we have failed to present an unblemished gospel. I'm Derek Davis. Join us next time on Music with a Mission. Music with a Mission.